Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. A bit of a warning here. We have played parts 1 through 4 of this 25-part storyline, but we are missing parts 5 and 6, so this episode is part 7. However, the summary given at the beginning fills you in on what happened, and honestly, it sounds like hardly anything happened in the previous two episodes. But, and we have all the rest. Thanks, and we apologize for the inconvenience. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Kellogg's Pep! B-E-B Pep! Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal presents the adventures of Superman! Today, Superman, in his guise of Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter, puts into action the first part of his daring plan to the forces of intolerance. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Say, I hear there's plenty of friendly competition among you fellas and girls nowadays to see who can collect the most different comic buttons from that brand-new second series Kellogg's Pep is putting out. Isn't it swell fun trading duplicates that you get and adding to your collection? And don't these new comic buttons look keen pinned on your jacket or dress or cap? The colors are so bright and gleaming, and the pictures of your comic strip favorites show up like anything against the white enamel background. Like the little king with his golden pointed crown and ermine-trimmed robe and, and his handlebar mustache. Boy, you'll get a chuckle out of that button. And Uncle Willie in his checkerboard suit and red tie with his big black cigar in his mouth. And Superman himself with his bright blue jersey and red Superman insignia. Believe me, every single one of these 18 different buttons is really on the beam. You'll want to collect them all. And you can, too. Sure. Because they're easy to get. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop. And you can't buy them anywhere. You just ask Mom to get you a good supply of Kellogg's Pep and look for your exciting prize inside every package. It's a prize for you from P.E.P. Pep, the sunshine cereal made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, the adventures of Superman. Sports to explain how he managed to travel a thousand miles from Metropolis to Chicago in less than an hour, Clark Kent, who as we know is Superman, admitted to Perry White, Lois Lane, and Jimmy Olsen that he had a close personal contact with the Man of Steel. To prove it, he offered to produce him in Perry White's office in half a minute. Hurrying to the storeroom, he stripped off Kent's business suit, made his appearance as Superman, flew Lois Lane high over the city, and then, returning her to Editor White's office, seemingly departed. What he did, of course, was re-enter the window of the storeroom to once more assume the guise of Clark Kent. Lois, strangely suspicious, immediately went in search of Kent. Learning from Beanie, the Daily Planet office boy, that Kent had gone into the storeroom, she made a beeline for the door, behind which Superman, chuckling to himself, is just stepping into Kent's trousers. Suddenly, he looks up, and his X-ray vision pierces the door. Great Scott, Lois, heading for the storeroom. What'll I do? Can't get these clothes on fast enough. Have to take them with me. Finish on the roof. Up with the window. 
Oh, oh, wait a minute. My tie. And my glasses. There. That's everything I hope. Out. And away! Clark? Clark? Are you in here? I was sure I heard a voice just before I opened that door. Beanie? Come here a minute, will you? I don't understand this. Beanie, are you sure you saw Clark can't come in here? Positive, Miss Lane. He came out of Mr. White's office, and he seemed like it was in an awful hurry. Ain't he in there now? No, he isn't. Oh, that's funny. Who opened the window? I don't know. Shouldn't be open. All the papers were flying around. Beanie, is this the only door to the storeroom? Yes, ma'am, the only one. And you're positive you saw Mr. Kent come in here? Oh, gosh, I, I thought I did, but there he is, Miss Lane, stepping out of the elevator. I must have been wrong, Miss Lane. Hi, Beanie. Hi, Mr. Kent. Well, Lois. Did I win or lose? Win or lose what? Did Superman show up? Superman show up here. In Mr. White's office, Beanie. Did he, Lois? Cheaper. You know very well he did. But I won. Come on, let's get that $10,000 check from the chief. Just a minute, Clark. What? Where were you when Superman arrived? Where was I? You heard me. Why, I was contacting him. Beanie says he saw you go into the storeroom. I well, said I thought I saw him, Miss Lane. You said you were positive, Beanie. Mm, I must have been wrong. No, Beanie, you were right. I did oh. go into the storeroom, but I came right out again. I kind of thought I saw sure. you. Where did you go after leaving the storeroom? Now, look, what is this, a third degree? There's something fishy going on, Clark Kent, and you're mixed up in it. I think we're wanted, Lois. Jimmy spotted us. Lois, yes, come in here. Ah, me, the master's voice. Let's go. <laughs> How do you want the check made out, Kent? Make it out to the Unity House Building Fund. Yes, Mr. White. Uh, Miss Backrack, tell Darwin to draw a check for $10,000 to the Unity House Building Fund. Unity House? No, no, not hose, house. House. H-O-U-S-E, Unity House. Oh, the Unity House Building Fund. That's right. Thanks, Chief. You've done a great thing. Well, so did you, producing Superman in 30 seconds. How'd you manage it, Kent? Do you expect him to tell us? I'm afraid Lois is right, Chief. I can't tell you. How long did it actually take from the time I left this office, Jim? Uh, exactly 27 seconds. Hey, not bad. No, not bad at all. Well, it's all over now, so let's forget it. We've got work to do. You can say that again. With young Danny O'Neill out of danger, the stage is all set. You spoke to Henderson? Yes, I did, Chief, last night at police headquarters. He agreed to play ball with us. I also explained the situation to Jimmy. Now, you're not going ahead with that fool plan to use Jimmy as a decoy, are you? Don't raise your voice, Lois. We're not deaf. <laughs> Pot calling the kettle black. What was that? Ah, uh, skip it. No, no, we're, we're not using Jimmy as a decoy, Lois. You said you were going to try to get him into that little hoodlum's gang. What was his name? Muggs. Yes, that's right, Muggs. Well, Jim won't be a decoy, Lois. He'll be a spy. Well, that's worse, well, Clark. We'll start from the beginning, Kent. Let's get this straight. All right, here it is. A month or so ago, a committee was organized to raise money to build a gymnasium and playground for the boys and girls of the neighborhood. You know who's on the committee, Father Sheehan, Rabbi Stone, the Reverend Dr. Yes, Lee. Yes, 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 we know. Now, skip the names, Kent. Okay. Well, soon after the committee was formed, the members began to get threatening letters. They were all warned to give up the attempt to build Unity House. Then the window of Hoffman's drugstore was broken and a fire was set. The following night, Danny O'Neill, who had identified one of the two boys who set the fire was severely beaten. You're just repeating things we know. Well, the chief said to start at the beginning. All right, all right. Go ahead, Kent. Well, I've talked with Father Sheehan, Rabbi Stone, and Inspector Henderson. We're all convinced this is an organized attempt to stir up hatred among people of different races and religions in Metropolis. That's what the building's for. Right, Jim. Purpose of police is to prove to the neighborhood kids that they can get along with one another, even though they may go to different churches. And whoever's behind the attempt to stop it doesn't want that proof. I still say the only thing to do is arrest the boys who started the fire and make them talk. You know what will happen if we do? What? The higher-ups, the people behind mugs, will run for cover. They'll hide out till this blows over. 
Well, Father Sheehan hit the nail on the head. He said, like rats, they'll scurry for the sewer. No, but no, what I mean... No, that's no way, Lois. Even Henderson agrees we've got to play it smart. We've got to get to the top through the bottom, through Muggs and his gang. And the only one who can do that for us is Jim here. Well, Jimmy, uh, how do you feel about it? Oh, I think Mr. Kent's right. You, uh, you willing to tackle it? Oh, sure. Sure I am. I think it's disgraceful sending a child into a nest of gangsters. Well, A, Jim isn't a child, and B, he'll be carefully watched. Who's going to watch him? You? No, Miss Lane. Superman. Well, Clark, it's your party. Far be it for me to interfere. That's okay with me. Are you sure there's no danger, Kent? Of course there's danger, Chief. Plenty of it. Anything might happen. Well, I'm not afraid. Wait a minute. Does Jim's mother know about this? I'll take care of that, Lois. Well, what's your plan, Kent? Well, early this evening, we're going to dress Jim up in an old suit. You brought one down, didn't you, Jim? Uh-huh, and old shoes, too. Good boy. You see, we know the pool room where Muggs and his gang hang out. It's at 6th and Walnut. With Jim disguised as a young tough, he'll wander into the pool room and try to strike up an acquaintance with Muggs. And then what? Well, then it'll be up to Jim. If he plays his cards right, he may be able to join up with the gang. If he joins up, then we have a direct line to whoever's behind this hate campaign. Once we learn who they are, I'll step in. You? Well, I, I mean Superman. Well, then say what you mean. Now, stop talking as though you're Superman. Cut I've never out. heard anything like the way he's been talking. You know, Jimmy, what you may be letting yourself in for. Yeah, I know. But if it'll keep kids like Danny O'Neill from getting hurt, it's okay. Well, I hope it'll do more than that, Jim. What we're trying to do is cut out something rotten in this city, something that spreads like wildfire unless you kill it at its source. Something called intolerance. Have suffer doing it, Jim. But believe me, it'll be worth it. Are you still game? Yeah, sure. Okay. Tonight at six, we'll strike the first blow. We'll return in a moment for the tense climax of today's episode. You know, gang, we've got a new kid in our neighborhood. And uh, here's what he said to Rusty the other day. He said, comic buttons, comic buttons, that's all I hear. What is this new game the kids are playing? Well, Rusty soon set him straight. He told him how all the fellows and girls are collecting a brand new second series of 18 different comic buttons from packages of Kellogg's Pep. Told him how smart-looking these buttons are, too. Each one with a picture of a, a famous funny paper character done up in full comic strip colors, like Maggie and, and Jiggs and Andy Gump and Superman, of course. Then Rusty showed him his collection. You know, he hasn't pinned on his jacket. And then when the new kid asked how much these comic buttons of the new second series cost, well, Rusty really went to town. You don't send in a single penny, he said. Not even a box stop. And you can't buy them anywhere. They're the swell prizes we get in packages of Kellogg's Pet. And uh, that's the only way you can get them, too, gang. So you'll want to eat lots of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal. Inside every package, you'll find a bright-colored, snappy-looking comic button. So ask Mom to get you lots of P-E-P Pet. The Sunshine Cereal, made by Kellogg, the greatest name in cereals. It is five minutes to six. Driving Perry White's car, Clark Kent approaches the corner of Sixth and Walnut, where the pool room hangout of Muggs and his gang is located. Pulling over to the curb, he stops the car and turns off the ignition. Seated beside him, Jimmy Olsen, dressed in an old, somewhat ragged suit, wearing a cap, licks his lips nervously. Well... This is it, I guess. Yes, Jim. This is it. Sure that's the right pool room? Yeah, that's the one. All right. Let's check everything once more, just to make sure. The most important thing is my phone number. Metropolis 4320. Right. It's 6 o'clock now. I'll expect to hear from you before 10. Either you'll call or show up at my apartment, right? Right. I've already spoken to your mother, and she knows you won't be home for a few days. Okay. What else? 
Now, let's see, Jim. If, if you get to Muggs tonight, go easy. See, don't rush it. If you can't make contact with him, well, just find out all you can about him. Well, how about my name? Hmm? Are you sure it's safe to use my right name? Oh, sure. Perfectly safe. They don't know you, and you just get mixed up using a phony name. Say, wait a minute. You haven't any identification on you. Have you a reporter's card or anything else? Oh, no. I left my wallet in the office. I've just got the $30 you gave me. Good boy. Now, spread that money around. Play big shot with it, you know. And don't forget, you're supposed to be a tough guy. Yeah, okay, bud. I'll be plenty tough. That's fine. Well, I guess it covers everything. Uh, you can still pull out if you want to, Jim. Well, not a chance. Good boy. I'll be at home waiting for your call. Right. Well, I'll... Wait, Jim. One more thing. What? I don't want you to be nervous or worried. In case anything unforeseen happens, that is, in case you get into trouble, remember, we always have Superman on our side. I hope we won't need him. Well, I hope not, too, but if we do, he'll be there. So long, Jim. So long, Mr. Ken. Good luck. Thanks. Stepping out of the car, young Jimmy Olsen hitches up his trousers, tugs at the peak of his cap, and heads for the pool room on the opposite corner. No one, not even Superman with all his amazing powers, can guess what Jim is walking into. The breeders of hate and prejudice stop at nothing, not even murder. So be sure to listen tomorrow, same time, same station, when Jimmy takes his first dangerous step in the plan to force the rats out of their dark holes. Don't miss tomorrow's exciting episode entitled, The Trap. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, it's the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you at the same time, Monday through Friday, by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. You know, it wouldn't surprise me, fellas, if your dog sometimes wishes he were you. Then he could tell Mother what he likes to eat. And it wouldn't surprise me if he'd ask for Kellogg's Grow-Pup dog food quick. Why, it beats all how many dogs beg for it. Grow-Pup has such a swell, meaty flavor. And there are three different kinds. There's Grow-Pup ribbon, Grow-Pup meal, and Grow-Pup pellets. They're all mighty tasty and mighty good for your dog. Help give him lots of muscle and strong bones and teeth. Remind Mother, next time she's marketing, to ask for Kellogg's Grow Pup. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.